guys, Justin Nelson here, and welcome once again to The Icon Podcast. And today I am joined by Andrew, and I'm going to let Andrew talk a little bit more about his story today, but I'm super excited to have Andrew on the show. I had actually gotten Andrew's information from one of my colleagues within the EXP world. Obviously, everybody's within the EXP world if they are on this show. So welcome to the show, Andrew. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, it's uh, awesome to be on here, Justin. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So obviously you wouldn't be on here if you weren't, an, if you were not an icon agent with uh, EXP. So tell me, when did you officially get um, icon status with EXP? I think it was, uh, I think it was technically officially July. I think I made okay. it in June and then got, got acknowledged in July. If I, remember. I love that. I love that. So if you guys are listening and you don't know what the icon award is, we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. Um, but before we get into that, Andrew, for everybody listening, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your story. I only know bits and pieces of it, but I'd love to hear, you know, kind of a, just a quick two, three minute synopsis of how you got into real estate and kind of a little bit of your journey and whether you were at EXP the whole time, whether you were at other brokerages, I'd love to just, uh, you know, pick your brain on that a little bit more and hear about your journey. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I started out, um, one of my first major careers was the military. Um, I, I flew for them for eight years and my body was just sort of getting, getting beat up. Um, I was originally going to make that a career and the combination of my body not able to handle it. Plus, uh, they're not being like a, like a full potential in the military. I mean, there is, but it's not the same, you know, it's a little bit different. So um, I spent my last two or three deployments studying a different job each time and uh, came across real estate. And I love the idea of basically starting a company with no overhead or little to no overhead. You kind of start from the bottom, work your way all the way to the top. And, uh, and I love the idea of it. Um, obviously, I, you know, I think houses are cool. Meeting people is cool. You know, um, I was a bit of an introvert, which yeah. was a little bit of a hurdle. But I, I took the dive. I, I left the military and decided to jump right into it. And, uh, and well, you know, here I am. Um, I started out at Keller Williams originally. Um, loved a great company. Um, but the it's Justin Nelson here and welcome once again to the icon podcast. And today I am joined by Andrew and I'm going to let Andrew talk a little bit more about his story today, but I'm super excited to have Andrew on the show. I had actually gotten Andrew's information from one of my colleagues within the EXP world. Obviously everybody's within the EXP world if they are on this show. So welcome to the show, Andrew. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, it's uh, awesome to be on here, Justin. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So obviously you wouldn't be on here if you weren't, an, if you were not an icon agent with uh, EXP. So tell me, when did you officially get um, icon status with EXP? I think it was, uh, I think it was technically officially July. I think I made okay. it in June and then got got acknowledged in July. If I, remember. I love that. I love that. So if you guys are listening and you don't know what the icon award is, we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. Um, but before we get into that, Andrew, for everybody listening, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your story. I only know bits and pieces of it, but I'd love to hear, you know, kind of a, just a quick two, three minute synopsis of how you got into real estate and kind of a little bit of your journey and whether you were at EXP the whole time, whether you were at other brokerages, I'd love to just, uh, you know, pick your brain on that a little bit more and hear about your journey. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I started out, um, one of my first major careers was the military. Um, I, I flew for them for eight years and my body was just sort of getting, getting beat up. Um, I was originally going to make that a career and the combination of my body not able to handle it. Plus, uh, they're not being like a, like a full potential in the military. I mean, there is, but it's not the same, you know, it's a little bit different. So um, I spent my last two or three deployments studying a different job each time and uh, came across real estate. 
And I love the idea of basically starting a company with no overhead or little to no overhead. You kind of start from the bottom, work your way all the way to the top. And, uh, and I love the idea of it. Um, obviously, I, you know, I think houses are cool. Meeting people is cool. You know, um, I was a bit of an introvert, which yeah. was a little bit of a hurdle, but I, I took the dive. I, I left the military and decided to jump right into it. And, uh, and well, you know, here I am. Um, I started out at Keller Williams originally. Um, loved a great company, um, but the local culture out here was super great. So I ended up switching to another big box chain, ERA. Um, again, phenomenal people. Um, but at the end of the day, as a business owner, it wasn't making sense financially. Just at the end of the day, that was it. I mean, I love the people over there. Um, it just didn't make sense to be at a brokerage. It just, you know, you always pay into. Yep. Um, so I'd actually been, been trying to be recruited from some folks for a while at EXB and, uh, their approach wasn't the best, you know, so I didn't, I didn't go for about two years. And finally, um, I, I decided to talk to somebody again, had a different approach to it. Um, and, and it was a no brainer. Once I saw it, my eyes were opened. I mean, as I always say, right. Yeah. Uh, it's cliche, but it's 1000% true. And once I saw it, I was like, well, you know, I ran the numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I'm a high analytic and I couldn't, I couldn't deny it. So, um, I swapped over about a year ago. I love that. I love that. So tell us a little bit about like, are you a solo agent? Do you have a team admin staff? How are you currently set up? Cause I know all icon agents, you know, are set up a little bit differently. So tell me a little bit about your setup and how you currently run. Yep. So I do have a, I do have a team as we sit right now. I've got two assistants. Okay. Uh, one of them that just handles a transaction to close. The other one is kind of my lead coordinator. Gotcha. Uh, she also helps with marketing and YouTube and things like that. And then I've got one, two, three, four, four agents. Uh, kind of five right now. I just hired on another one, and one of those agents is part, kind of part time, um, and that's and then of course me, and that's the setup. I love that. I love that. So for people listening, they're probably either already at EXP, wanting to learn from you know similar top two percent minds, because that's for those listening. Top two percent of EXP roughly is an Icon Award winner. And so tell us a little bit about like as your process of you getting recruited. You talked about you know not everybody having the right approach to recruit you over, right? Just like any company everybody's going to try. I mean, I think at the end of the day, everybody's a recruiter, right? No matter what company you work with, whether you're building a team, building that brokerage, everybody in real estate is a recruiter, no matter what. It's either you're recruiting buyers or sellers or growing a brokerage. And so when people, whether they were coming at you the right way or the wrong way, you know, ultimately when they got through to you, what was the one thing that was the most attractive about EXP? Was it the finances or was there any like certain piece of the company that you're like, that's why I'm going over? Um, it was outright the finances. I mean, just having the, having the split and then having it end fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. um, I know KW has got a similar, similar thing, which I liked about them. Uh, this one's a little bit faster to cap yep. to. Um, so that was the big thing. Um, the, the, the approach that didn't work for me in the beginning was the, uh, was the recruiting, you know, to try to get people underneath. Um, you know, I wanted to build a business. That's, that's what intrigued me. Mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing wrong with the recruiting, I, yep. you know, but they, they went a different route and they're like, Oh, don't worry about, you know, don't worry about building a team the traditional way, do it like this. Yep. And so they didn't really appeal to me. And then once somebody talked business to me and they're like, Hey, let's look at raw numbers and I could sit down and actually write everything out. That's when I was sold, you know, that's hands down. You look at those numbers and it's, I mean, it's night and day. Yeah. I love that. So when you, you made the transition, where, where did you have the team you had now or like, where were you at in your business compared to where you are today? Uh, so last year when I, when I transitioned, it was me, uh, one agent and one assistant. Um, so, you know, the, the team as it sits now is, is fairly new. In fact, that's, 
Uh, they're all getting their wings underneath them still. Um, I had previously broken up with a, a business partner before I had bought, bought her out of the company. Um, uh, no malice there. It was just, you know, time, time to kind of do something different. And that's when I was starting to look, you know, well, hey, you know, maybe I need to make a change. I'd been wanting to make this change for about two years, even with the previous recruitment, I was still like, Hey, the numbers are there. We could just push that to the side if we needed to. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I got through the summer uh, because we were just, you know, with there only being two of us, I was taking a big load um, a lot more than I do now. Uh, So I got through the summer and then that's why I joined in in July last year. I love that. So with you being a numbers guy, like how much does it help with the cap being set up the way it is for your newer agents who might be living more paycheck to paycheck or just getting into the business? Like how does the split structure of EXP slash just the way the company is structured, does it help them in your opinion, keep more of their money on the front end? Yes, 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 yes. That's uh, That was one of the biggest reasons. Almost everything I do on this team, I run it like a full meritocracy. Everybody gets a say. And when I threw this idea up, obviously, I only had the one agent at the time. She was like, yeah, this is a no-brainer. And, and she capped in five or six deals, of course, you know, because they're on a half cap. They, they capped very, very quickly. Yeah. And she got her first 100% paycheck. And she was just like, wow, like, yeah. the, they're not taking, and then it kept happening, kept happening. She was like, this is amazing. Yeah. So she's bringing in a lot more and all, all of the agents are, I mean, when you cap that quick and you're not having to pay that, you're just paying the team lead. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes a huge difference to them and, and they're loving it. Well, I love it because like at the end of the day, your job is retention of your team. And if you're having to fight, not only culture, not only fight splits of your own, well, now you also have to fight the brokerages if they don't align with the team structure. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, you know, with some of the bigger box brokerages, they don't give you all the leeway that you might want and at exp you know as long as you're not doing anything crazy yeah um, you know you're you're able to do whatever you need to do i love that i love that so so talk to me a little bit that's obviously the biggest thing i always i always hear this thing of i went to this new company because that's what i believe to be true in the first year is everything you believe to be true as far as the financial piece been true for you oh yeah yeah and that was uh that's one thing you hit it on the head like to a t man uh at previous brokerages where I'm like, okay, cool. I think this is going to be a certain way. And then they start pulling things from you and it's like, well, <laughs> it's not what we negotiated, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're hundred percent right, man. Uh, everything has been as expected. There's not been a single surprise yet. And I'm not saying that just because I like yeah. it here, you know, all, like it is really on point. Like they, they don't play around with what they say. I love that. I love that. Now, how about in the opposite? Is there anything that you didn't really care about when you came to EXP that you were like, man, you know what? I heard about recruiting. I heard about stocks. I heard about this. And you just kind of pushed it to the side that maybe in your mind now is more of like, holy cow, like I didn't even know that that could be that impactful. And maybe the answer is no, but do you have anything in your, in your story where it's like, man, that actually is a game changer for me? Yeah, I wouldn't call it a game changer yet. I'm not quite at that level, but the recruiting is is that that thing for me where, you know, as I mentioned before, when people were trying to recruit me, they were like, oh, just worry, you know, put a heavy emphasis on recruiting, keep doing your business. And I was yeah. like, ah, I don't care about any of that. And then now that I've, I've been here a year, I've seen, I've seen the income that it brings in just from my team alone. You know, yeah. I, I'm not even actively recruiting. Um, I haven't started that portion of, of my business yet. Um, I, yeah, it, it's... It's, it's nice. We'll just say yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, so what you're telling me is EXP is paying you pieces of your agents. So like if your agent's on a half cap, right? Are they like on an $8,000 cap? Most yep. of your so of the 8,000, EXP is actually paying you a portion of that 8,000 that they pay the company. 
Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so even though they're on a split with me, it's kind of like a nice little bonus, you know? Yeah. I love that. And, you know, there's so many different things you can do with that, whether it's, you know, pushing your splits one way or the other, or, you know, being able to put the pot together for more profitability. I love that. I love that. And so prior coming to EXP, the Icon Award, did you know much about it? Did you, was it just kind of something that was out there? Like, tell me, did you even know that it existed before you actually ended up getting it a year later? Yeah. Yeah. We knew that it existed. And I'd already, you know, again, being a numbers guy, I ran the numbers. I knew, um, as long as uh, even between, even if it just stayed me and one other agent, I knew we were getting it um, mm -hmm. just with, with my production, um, particularly when I'm more heavy in the sales side, which I'm not now, because as I get more agents, I pass as much as I can off to of them. Course. I basically just take friends now. And, uh, yeah. and so I ran the numbers, obviously. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be easy. And so that was part of the decision-making process too. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to pay $16,000 in cap, but I'm going to get it right back you know, in the form yeah. of stock, it's not, you know, it's not cold, hard cash, but it's, uh, it works, you know? Yeah, no, I love that. And that, and I know as of the day of this recording, um, I don't even know what day it is specifically, but I think the stock's up like 30, it's up to like 35 bucks or something. So, Jeez. um, yeah, it's, it's up to 35, 36 bucks today alone. So, you know, what I love about the stock is like, you got, so for those that are listening now, we'll kind of dive into it. The icon award is basically once you hit a certain <laughs> level of production, because of the recording and things may change over time. I'll put a link below to what the production requirements are as of you watching this. Um, but basically, they, like you said, they give you all of your cap back in the form of stock. Now, since it's in stock, that means it can fluctuate, right, over time. It can obviously oh, yeah. go up. Yeah, so I love that. So like, I think for a lot of people, if they got $16,000 worth of stock, your stock's probably worth 22, 23,000 now at its current price. So it's not only did it stay stagnant, it went up. Yeah. Yeah. And there's always that risk that it can go down. I know people always kind of say that, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, you're paying the split anyway at most brokerages. So anything is, is a nice little. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, if, especially if you compare it to brokerages with a similar split model, it's like, well, what if my $16,000 in stock, what if it did go down to four bucks or $4,000 total? Still 4,000 more than I had at my previous brokerage. Yep. And if nothing else, you know, it's almost like a, well, what if it, what if it triples, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's like I got paid to be at the brokerage. I yeah. mean, that's awesome. I love that. I love that, man. Well, so one kind of off topic question from the icon that we like to ask everybody, because everybody on here are really, really high producers. What is one thing that you do in your personal life to um, keep you energized slash keep you running such a big business? Do you got any, you got any hobbies? You got any things that are like must do for you in your personal life to be able to keep running the business the way you're running it? Um, yeah, I don't know if it's not really a hobby. Uh, the, I do a couple of things. First, I surround myself with, with people I enjoy. Mm -hmm. I'm very picky about my hiring process. I want them to feel, want them to feel like family. I know that sounds yeah. really, really corny, but I love the loyalty that we have here. I love, you know, like we, we all go to bat for each other. That's a big thing. But, you know, as far as keeping myself energized, I think the big thing is, is the morning routine. I'm really big on, I get up very early, you know, um, and I've got a whole routine. It takes me a while to do. Um, but it really gets me centered, you know, get, get, gets my alone time that the introvert in me, I have to have, I have to have it. Yeah. You, you got to recharge somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a morning routine. It's huge. 
I love that. I love that, man. So, so kind of, you know, EXP gave you the icon. And so I want to know, because there's a lot of people listening, they may know you, they may not know you. First off and foremost, um, before we even dive into my next question, can you tell everybody where you're at? So for listeners listening, if they got referrals for you, a lot of EXP people are listening, they're going to be other icon agents, or even if there's people just randomly at any brokerage across the United States, where, where's your main service areas that either you or your team can help them in? So most people will know the area as uh, Destin, Florida. Um, I'm actually in a town right next to it called Fort Walton Beach. Uh, the entire team services everything basically from the east side of Pensacola all the way to the west side of Panama City. Okay. We eventually expand into those cities. We're just not there yet, but we do that entire gambit. Um, so, yeah. I love that. Pensacola, beautiful white beaches. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I love that area. So cool, man. So as we kind of get in here, you, you're in an area where there's a lot of people watching this probably going, Andrew, I've never even heard it. Like, that's the biggest kept secret, in my opinion. Like, a lot of people don't even talk about what is the icon. And I think it's, it's a limiting thing for a lot of people coming over. So if you were to try to explain what the icon award is to someone that may be at a different brokerage that's never even heard of such thing, maybe they haven't even heard of eXp, and you were trying to convince them financially to come over to eXp, um, if they were in the similar shoes as you, like what would be your 30, 45 second elevator pitch on what the icon award is and kind of who it caters to? I, I think it'd be very similar to what we were talking about before, just cause that's what appeals to me is just imagine working for a company. And at the end of the year, you did well enough that they said, Hey, all the money you paid us, every dime that you paid us, we're going to make you an owner. We're going to make you that much percent of an owner, that many dollars worth of an owner. And here it is. And you do what you want with it after a couple of years. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think that's, it's just mind boggling to me. It really is. Um, I, I think that's a big piece. Now, I love that. Now, I, I know a lot of people, and you, I want to talk through this with you. A lot of people are like, well, how do they do that if they just give? How do they make money as a company if everybody just gets their money back? To be very clear, this is, the icon is only for a certain percentage of people, right? It's for people that not only cap, but do a certain amount of production above the cap. So even yep. some people that cap and pay 100%, they don't get money back at the end of the year. It's gotta be a certain production level. Right, right. And so, and so do you know for you and your market, how you know what production and how many units it took you to get there? I don't know on the dot. Uh, I would say it was, I'm over here looking at my board. That's why I'm looking no, you're at good. Um, I, I think around the time that we got notified, it was around, 40 something sales okay. Uh, okay. for the team, you know, that's yep. not just me. Um, so, you know, it, I think I calculated it for a solo agent to be around 30 sales in my current yep. price point okay. um, at around the $250,000 mark. Um, but if, I'd have to run numbers. Don't, you know, don't love that. Me on that. I love that. No, but that kind of gives us just a rough general idea of uh, based on your market and obviously the markets that, you know, will change over time. So um, you've probably gotten to speak with some other, uh, and the other thing that's kind of random that I wanted to talk about with you is from the people that had kind of put me onto you and I was watching actually some of your YouTube stuff. One of the things about the icon award is just because you hit the metrics doesn't mean you get it. Like you have to go through a vetting process and you got to make sure that the culture, you're culturally aligned. So, um, so I know one of the things I kept hearing about you is how much culture you had, even just within your own team. So I would love to hear your take on that, on the company, not just automatically giving out an award, but having a, you know, kind of like a culture standard. It's almost like a military thing. I know I was telling you, my dad's got a similar story. When you get like awards for the military, it wasn't just like, Hey, you get an award, you get an award. I know there was like a whole process like you got to write this letter and then it's got to get approved and then it's got to be written. So I'd love to just kind of hear your, you know, your take on the company's um, way that they structured that. 
Uh, I think they do it very well. I think they do it exactly how they should. Uh, 